0: yeah did he roll his eyes too (laughs) keep rolling you might find a brain back there Oh! oh i've been so mean to him this entire podcast people probably think i'm awful oh they would be correct
1: hello and thank you for listening to the maximum mediocrity podcast my name is david shockley and I'm Morgan Miller. And this is the podcast that interviews people that aren't famous but should be. And our special guest today is Aaron. Aaron, welcome to the show.
0: Hey guys, what's up?
1: And Aaron, for the people at home, what do you do?
0: I'm a competitive rifle shooter. I shoot in college for the NCAAs.
1: Very cool. Uh, where do you go to college?
0: <laughs> I go to the University of Mississippi. Oh, very cool. What do you go to college for? I am majoring in biology with an emphasis on genetics. What do you plan to do with your degree? Uh, Hopefully, my plan would be to um, finish my bachelor's degree, then get a master's in genetics, and then finally go through a counseling program to hopefully become like a genetic counselor or something along those lines.
1: You are planning to become a, a legitimate smart person. Yeah, like what prof- it sounds like,
0: like a professional one. Yeah,
1: yeah. professional smart, not yeah, amateur see, smart person. I'm tired
0: oh. of being the smart person who doesn't get paid.
1: Reddit just doesn't pay the bills anymore. Maybe. Being a dickhead on the internet just doesn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. You said a lot of like that sounds like a lot of science. What what got you into uh, marksmanship?
0: Uh, my dad uh was a handgun instructor for part of his career and one day i was just like dad like just show me how to do that like i was eight years old i was like show me how to shoot a handgun and he taught me how to shoot a handgun and i was so hopelessly bad at it i was absolutely awful and i was like i swear i'm never touching a handgun ever again this was awful so fast forward like three to four years my dad is a competitive um F-Class Shooter, which is rifle shooting at a thousand yards, and I was like, that looks cool. I want to try that, and he just took me to one of his matches, and I've been doing it ever since.
1: What made you... So you saw him do it? Yeah. And it made you want to do it?
0: Yeah, I was like, that was the coolest thing in the world. That looks so badass.
1: Can you maybe describe that day? What do you remember from that?
0: Well, the specific day that it was... We were doing this thing called the Scrooge shoot, which happens right around Christmas. And they hang up a bunch of cardboard Christmas trees and they hang a bunch of glass ornaments on it. And it's like a little competition. Who can shoot the most of the glass ornaments off in like a certain time period? My dad was just crushing it, like absolutely killing it. Bull in a china shop. Yeah, absolutely. Glass was everywhere. I just remember looking at his Christmas tree compared to everyone else's. There's nothing on it. He's shooting the pins off of the cardboard now at this point and just everyone was just in awe and I was looking at it and I was like that is just so cool and I think that weekend he took me out to the gun range for the first time and he put a handgun in my hand I was so afraid of it because I like tiny little eight-year-old hands and just I was afraid I was gonna pull the forgot you
1: were eight years old in this story that
0: (laughs) (laughs) you were just this you're like a
1: dirty hairy toddler
0: yeah basically (laughs) Uh Yeah, so I was so terrified I was just going to pull the trigger and the like, gun was just going to fly out of my hands and hit me in the face or something because that was pretty much my luck at that age. Everything hit me like in the face. Like a pinball
1: machine. Da, da, da. It was
0: bad. <laughs> you know, you've seen videos. <laughs> so, yeah, I just remember thinking that was the coolest thing in the world and that I just had to do it. Just had to give it a go.
1: I think that is worthy of a shot. So we're going to start off the podcast the same way we start off every single podcast. Uh, me and Morgan, we're going to do a shot. You can't do a shot because how old are you? I'm 19. Okay, yeah, not yet. Yeah, give it a few years. Don't worry, you're not missing anything except for a lot of fun.
0: <laughs>
1: Cheers, Morgan, to eight-year-olds with guns.
2: That's what I like to call guns for tots.
1: Oh! And Morgan, what are we washing down that shot with today?
2: We're drinking Sorry Chickie by, um... Burly Oaks, This is a nice sour beer that's a, a dry hop sour ale. And um, dry hopping is really, it's an interesting technique that really just adds to the aroma or adds the actual taste of the hop to the beer. Instead of like the bitterness you associate with the word hoppy, it's the taste of the actual hop. Like almost like a, a marijuana-y taste. Oh, perfect. Marijuana beer. Mm-hmm. And right at be the end the... of this beer, you get tart. And then right at the very end, Touch with marijuana.
1: I feel like Snoop Dogg already.
2: <laughs>
1: that is really good. It's a sour beer. I like sour beers. I checked earlier. This actually has a lower alcohol content than High Life. This is basically water. This is sour water.
2: Uh, well, I love it.
1: I love it too. I'm just saying it, we can drink like six of these and wake up tomorrow. It's true. It's true.
2: And the can's just super cute. It has just a little hop with a little puckery base and rainbows all over it. Is that what that is? Oh, shit, it is. Yes. If you notice, it kind of looks... A little bit like a marijuana.
1: Oh, it does kind of. I see what you're saying. That's the alcoholics portion of the podcast.
2: (laughs) That's my portion.
1: (laughs) So, Aaron, every time we have somebody on the show, we give them a little bit of a pop quiz. And, you know, just to show the people what you got going on, we got to test that that smart brain of yours, okay? This quiz, we've handpicked specifically for you, handmade with love, and it's all about well-known TV and movie guns.
0: Jeez! All right. I'm ready for it. Yikes.
1: Question one. The Looney Tunes character, Marvin the Martian, had a large planet-killing gun that he loved to voice the name of. What was the name of that gun?
0: I would love to tell you, but I've never seen it.
1: You've never seen Looney Tunes?
0: I've never seen Looney Tunes. We have oh children God. on this show! <laughs> I feel like I just got, like, a gray hair.
1: <laughs> right there. I actually grew a hair and turned gray. <laughs> <laughs> drink, <right? laughs> have you ever se- you've never seen looney tunes
0: i might have seen bits and pieces i couldn't tell you the characters i couldn't tell bugs you bugs
1: bunny you know bugs bunny
0: okay yeah, i know bugs oh. bunny he's a bunny of course
1: oh thank god okay but
0: beyond well, god, that uh she knows about bunnies <laughs>
1: he's also an asshole to all of his friends so yeah you have you ever heard of marvin the martian
0: I've heard of them. I've heard of most of these things. It's okay. just the, me actually actively sitting in front of a TV, watching what's happening, and under I mean, understanding, I do understand most things I watch, but like, taking it in, following the plot has never happened. That's never taken place.
1: Jeez. I have to...
0: Sorry to disappoint.
1: You were too busy doing <laughs> dumb smart shit. Like, learning shooting about science. guns. <laughs> <in your laughs> shooting
0: the ornaments off Christmas yeah. trees. Sorry.
1: <laughs> you had a real childhood. <laughs> Well, just so uh, you know, and for the audience at home, it is the Illudium Q36 Exposes Space Modulator.
0: Was I supposed to know that even if I
2: did watch it? (laughs) I'll be honest. I watched it and I did not recall the name, but that is exactly how Marvin the Martian speaks. (laughs) He kind of like shuffles in, like his feet move a lot, but he doesn't move very fast anywhere.
1: Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Question two, the movie Dirty Harry. If you asked Dirty Harry what the strongest handgun in the world was, what would be his answer?
0: Follow-up question, who's Dirty
1: Harry? Uh, that was Clint Eastwood's character in the movie Dirty Harry. He was a cop.
0: Wow. Do you know who
2: Clint Eastwood is, though? I know who Clint okay. Eastwood is. I was going to say, I might just- This is just... going to be a
0: hor- the moment I heard you guys say movies and television. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to ruin the whole show.
1: Uh, you're not actually meant to do good at this quiz, so don't don't feel bad.
0: Oh, good. I'm not going to.
1: Just being guns, do you know what the strongest handgun in the world would have been maybe around the
0: 80s? That's classified.
1: <laughs> I have more questions now. Why the fuck that's classified? Okay. <laughs> it is the 44 Magnum, strongest handgun in the world.
0: Well. It's pretty cool. Famous
1: quote from a very famous movie, but it's okay. Nobody saw it. <laughs> Nobody saw the movie. It's okay.
2: I don't believe she feels lucky. It's okay. Punk. <laughs> you feel lucky, <laughs> punk.
1: <laughs> that was the same movie. That was Dirty Harry,
2: right? Yes. That's why I said it.
1: I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, Aaron. I have also never seen Dirty Harry. What? I Googled this.
0: How are you going to ask me a question? Okay,
1: uh, You're going to sit here.
0: How are you going to have the audacity to look at me in the face and ask me these questions on movies you ain't even seen? <laughs> How are you going to come at me like that? That's such disrespect. <laughs> I would not recommend this show to anybody. <laughs> Nobody recommends this
2: yeah, show to anybody. We don't
1: even recommend this show to people. We we make it. Okay, here we go. I, hopefully you'll get this one. If you don't get this one, you have to leave. Okay, you have to leave after this. If you don't get this next question correct. Question three. At the end of the movie Scarface, what does Tony Montana introduce as his weapon of choice?
0: Okay, I have a fun story. Okay. I also have not seen Scarface.
1: That is not a fun story.
0: <laughs> that was a bad story.
1: Well, yeah. good story so far.
0: I mean, so what am I. O for five. I'm, go- I'm getting good. You know, what? This. let me do. Let me help. you out. I'm gonna
1: help you out a little bit. All right. It's uh, the m-
0: most famous quote from the whole movie.
1: What do you know? What's the one thing you know Scarface has said?
0: Can you describe what the movie was about? Oh man, <laughs> lots of cocaine. That's that's Goodfellas. Was
2: that Goodfellas? You've seen famous? Goodfellas, but not Scarface. <laughs> Was, did that movie have cocaine in it? I feel so old yes. right now. <laughs> so much cocaine in that movie. Scarface,
1: Scarface. Say hello to my little friend.
2: I literally said that quote today. <laughs> I said that about a Sawzall.
1: Yeah, have you never heard that quote?
0: No, I've Say heard it. Say hello
1: to my little friend. That's He's talking about his gun.
0: Oh, I kind of always thought he was talking about a midget. I don't know <gasps> why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. His name is Frankie. <laughs>
0: Frankie where are we <laughs> oh man people are gonna listen to this and be like okay that's, she's Rocco so this smart. is Rocco that's <laughs> almost funnier than- <laughs> that's the
1: funniest thing I've heard all day <laughs> Did
0: you I really, really think- needed that laugh <laughs> like you know you know the scene from Pirates of the Caribbean where it's the little midget he has the big but giant like yeah, like, guy, and he shoots it, and he like flies back. Yeah. That scene plays in my head whenever I hear that because I don't know what's going on. I've never seen the movie. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to play along. I'm just doing my best. Okay, we're just, we're
2: just
1: making noises we're just out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> I I have a fun story.
2: I've never seen that movie. That oh, wasn't fun either.
1: Nobody here has a good fun story. Okay, <laughs> uh, you have to leave. I'm sorry. I said it. You have to go.
2: Uh, and that's the podcast. No. <laughs>
1: thank you for listening to the maximum. <laughs> Question four. You're doing great. In the 1983 classic, A Christmas Story.
0: Oh, I've seen that one. Holy shit. I'm just going to give that one to you.
1: Moving on.
0: You're going to shoot your eye out with the BB gun. Yeah, I know.
1: What does the main character, Ralphie, want for Christmas? A BB gun. He wants a BB gun. I would have mainly accepted uh, the Red Rider BB gun, but I'll give that one to you.
2: (laughs) She saw the movie and that's all that matters at this point.
1: What is the weapon of choice for the Ghostbusters?
0: It's that vacuum cleaner thing.
1: I accept Cal- that <laughs> answer. That's uh, what
0: I said when he asked me.
1: Yep. It's officially called a photon blaster.
2: AKA, a vacuum cleaner thing, you know. Which f- A.K.A. vacuum cleaner. A blaster
1: blasts out. And it's- I don't understand how they got that name because a vacuum cleaner sucks in.
2: Does it potentially blast the ghost out a different way? Or do they just go in?
1: Have you ever seen Ghostbusters? Uh, no. Man, I really need to watch more relevant movies.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm agreeing with that statement you said it, not me, Dave.
1: <laughs> Excuse me while I drink to forget. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I do remember I have a few questions. How often do you practice?
0: Oh, I practice Monday through Friday, about four hours a day. Spend has been a hefty amount of time at the range. Sometimes it's a little bit more, sometimes it's a, le- a little bit less, depending on what we uh, have going on. If I know I'm having a match coming up. Uh, I'll tend to lean towards the like closer to like four and a half, five hours, but.
1: Five hours a day.
0: It can happen. That's five hours is a little bit of a stretch. Like it has happened. Do not get me wrong. But four hours is our our scheduled practice time. That's what I'm sticking with. (laughs) That's a
1: part-time job.
0: Oh yeah, definitely it is. It's definitely a part-time job. It's, you know, I wake up, uh, go to workouts, go to class, go to practice, go to tutors, go home, get some sleep every single day, so.
1: More respect to that.
0: (laughs) What exactly do you do to practice? It really depends about what's coming up. Our practice is very, uh, individual. Uh, it's not like we have coach standing over our shoulders saying, this is what we're doing today. This is the plan for the whole week. It's rarely ever that way. Um, how it usually works is the athletes will come in. We personally assess what we need to work on and we just go in and we do it. And, we usually bounce between our two rifles, the small rifle and the air rifle, and then we also have to bounce between the different positions that we shoot in rifle.
1: I'm glad that you mentioned the different types of rifles, the different types of guns that you use. Uh, can you please talk about that in more detail?
0: So the rifles that we use in competition will be our small rifles, which are .22s. So it's a real bullet. It's a small bullet, but it's a real bullet. Uh, we also shoot air rifles, which a lot of people think are related to, like, BB guns and airsoft guns, but in, like, reality, it's, uh, a lead pellet. Uh, our rifles have air canisters, pressurized air canisters, and, you know, it shoots the lead pellet out, but it's not, like, a BB. It's, there's a lot more power behind it.
1: You said it has CO2 and it's like very high-pressure CO2 that's pushing it It's high-pressure air, yeah. High we use
0: air. We use scuba tanks to fill up our rifles. Holy so shit. <laughs> Could you describe, like, what happens during a match? So our matches, again, consist of our two rifles. Uh, you'll start off with either air rifle or small-bore rifle, whichever the match director wants you to start off with. And for air rifle, it'll be 60 shots standing at uh, 10 meters, So, yeah, 60 shots standing, and then for small-bore rifle, it'll be 20 shots in each position at 50 feet, okay? So, we have prone, which is laying on your stomach. We have kneeling, which is, you know, kneeling, kneeling, and then you have standing, which is, well, standing, and you have 20 shots in each of those positions to try and shoot the 10 as many times as you can, and... Our targets are so hopelessly minuscule. Our ten ring is the size of a period on size 18 font for Times New Roman. Wow! To put that into perspective. That's
1: it's very very small.
0: It's extremely small. Very specific. You I've had to separate. answer that question for so many people. How big is your ten uh, period?
1: It's a, it's a it's size period 18 font period
0: 18 font period We're Times a fan New of Roman fonts here. So yes, I, I
1: appreciate you. Y- well, you're nice. welcome. Really if you get a bullseye. Uh, do you get to teabag the target?
0: No, not usually, but I suppose you'll have to ask the match director what his preference would be for that particular day.
1: Okay, because I feel like if you do that and you don't get to teabag it, you didn't actually win. That's what I've learned from Xbox Live. And everybody's fucked your mom.
0: <laughs> Naturally.
1: <laughs> now, in bowling, it's a really big deal to score a 300. In baseball, it's a really big deal to hit like a home run. What's the equivalent in marksmanship?
0: The equivalent to that would, I'd have to say, shooting the perfect six hundred in air rifle, which is sixty shots, all tens.
1: What's the margin of error to get a ten? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> so you Refresh. have? Okay, so okay, I what is a ten?
0: Okay, uh, so a ten would be hitting that the size period. eighteen period. So yeah.
1: that's I. I assume that's a ten. That's a ten. Yeah. So the margin of error on that. So you have to hit that absolutely 100% perfectly.
0: All you have to do is break that dot.
1: You have to break the you dot. You have
0: to break the dot, you know. You preferably want to just obliterate it, just make it into non-existence. But as long as you break that dot, it's a 10. And there's more to the scoring. Uh, Like, if you just barely hit the dot, it's a 10.0. If you... Hit the dot as center as you physically, humanly can do. It's called a 10-9. So a 10.9. So that is with decimal scoring, which gets extremely complicated when explaining it to non-shooters. So I don't know if you want me to go into that or not.
1: I think you've done enough.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I kind of get the gist. Yeah. And then in that case... Uh,
1: I sound rude as fuck saying it. Yeah, I think you've said enough. Yeah. <laughs> You're was... here for an interview. I think you've said enough.
0: I'm, I'm, yeah, it's... It's a lot. <laughs> no, I think,
1: I think we get the main gist. So then yeah. it goes, it's so specific, it even goes into decimal shooting. Yeah, the decimal. that's how
0: they uh, the determine against ties and everything. You know, It's not uncommon for people to shoot the same score because we're all extremely accurate. Um, so it'll go into, all right, who, have, who shot the last 10? Depending on some rules. It depends uh, what kind of match it is. But some rules will say, who was the shooter who shot the last 10? Whoever shot the last one, they are the winner. Then you'll go into uh, some rules. Will be like, okay. Who shot the most X's? And the X's is like a 10, 3 and above. So that's what the that's when the decimal scoring comes into play, is to determine how deep your tens are. Hmm. What would you say like your average score would be? Oh man. <laughs> um, for small bore, I want to say my average score is around. 570s, you know, low to mid 570s, which is pretty good. For air rifle, Um, it's around low to mid 580s. So...
2: I mean, pretty impressive.
1: That's incredible. Why, wow, thank you. But four hours a day, I would hope it was incredible.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I would be a little upset if uh, I was practicing that long and wasn't getting the results I needed to <laughs> stay on the team. So...
1: Now, cuz this now this goes this is an Olympic sport, right?
0: It is an Olympic sport. Are you yes. getting into
1: the Olympics? What's happening? When are we going to see you?
0: Oh man. Well, the next Olympics is 2020, and if my calculations are correct at the rate I'm going. Yeah,
1: as long as it's in decimals, they're going to be correct.
0: <laughs> yeah, I won't be in the next Olympics.
1: <laughs> so you, No option for the next Olympics?
0: Um, probably not. I mean, I know a couple shooters who are going to go through the Olympic trials or who are going to try and get onto the Olympic team and you know I don't personally know the the girl who won the gold medal in our last Olympics but I've shot against her I've met her really I've talked to her yeah she lives um a couple states away from me I've met her in matches and stuff like that so I don't know it's it's not out of the picture I'm just saying for me it's probably not going to happen in the next year
1: what is the how difficult and i don't mean to sound uh, Mm -hmm. negative with this question but competitive shooting is it's not the most popular sport it's not so based off of that since less people go into it it Mm -hmm. would be technically just based off of kind of the math of it it would be easier to get higher into it like it would be easier to get into the olympics because there's less people doing it
0: i would suppose so um if you're going by like just the sheer amount of people in it but at the same time it's a kind of sport that takes a lot of mental dedication it's not just something like you know it's not well known unlike those luge
1: fuckers
0: (laughs) well i mean you see all these other sports and you're like wow that sport is so cool i want to do that too so you have you know people look at you do that and they're like wow that is the coolest thing so it makes you want to stay in the sport. I think. With rifle shooting, it's a little bit... It's a lot more self-discipline to stay in it. It's a lot more... You know, the the sheer amount of, like, mental game that needs to go into it is a lot higher than what a lot of people anticipate. So, I mean, I think it's harder to stay in it and perform to the level that they're expecting.
1: Can you describe the mental game a little bit?
0: Uh, Well, okay. So, a lot of the mental game that I'm talking about is just... You spend you know, an hour or two hours in your own head, staring at this target, it's not silent, but, you know, to you, it feels silent because you're just so focused on it. And it's like, if you start not performing the way that you think, you know, your performance is just going to go way down because, you know, in your head, you're thinking, oh, I suck. This is so hard. People think I'm bad at this. What am I doing? Why? Like, why am I doing this? And it takes a lot of positivity in your own mind to just bring yourself out of that. Big and confidence game. Yeah, it definitely is.
1: How does that affect you necessarily? Like, why do you think that works? Well... Because, I mean, if you if you still have the, the muscle memory, you still have the skills for it, why do you think that your confidence in it affects you so much? Is it because there is just the, such a small margin of error, or do you think that there's more to it?
0: Well, I think it is because it's just such a small margin of error. It's, um, you know, you're not going against anyone else i mean like you are in the big scheme of the competition but you know when i'm performing it's me and the target i am the only thing that's not consistent there you know what i mean (laughs) it's actually called (laughs) meal so (laughs) me and the target so you know it's like one of those things that you're sitting there you're staring at the target all of these things are happening around you and it's such a small margin of error that if you start thinking down about yourself, you start making stupid mistakes.
1: Gotcha. So you have to be overconfident in yourself.
0: Exactly. Cause
1: you just got to come in and just say, I'm fucking awesome. I can kick yo ass. I can kick yo ass. I can kick your ass. You're cool. Yeah. Kick <laughs> your ass. That's what it is. That's... You look at the target. You point your finger at the target. Fuck you. Fuck that target. Fuck that target. That's how it is. That's... We figured out this sport, Morgan. We're just going to go in and Morgan, let's go into the shooting range And just tell everybody they suck dicks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Big old blue donkey dicks.
2: Uh, Yeah, but circling back to the new Clinius Wood movie, there's a new Clinius Wood movie out, and it's called The Mule. The Mule? Yes.
1: Be like, I'm going to walk up, you know, we should walk into these target ranges, and Mm be like, have you seen The Mule? And they're going to say, what the hell is that? And be like, get the fuck out.
0: (laughs) He's a drug mule. You know, A plus for your game plan on just Going in and wrecking everyone's shit, but like... It sounds
1: like confidence it, is the way to go. It
0: sounds like it, right? Yeah. And And that's so much of it, but then there's also this balance that you go in and you're like, I'm the shit. I'm going to kick everyone's butt. And then you get behind your rifle and you're so overconfident that you just forget to... Do your process. You may you still are making stupid mistakes. It's this it's this balance that you need to find.
1: I'm too busy blowing my own load. That's what it is. <laughs> oh
0: wow. <well. laughs> How heavy would you say your gun is? Oh, uh, okay. So my small bore, I would have to say, is around uh, maybe 13, 14 pounds. Oh yeah, Nate, we've met him. <laughs> 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 And
2: and we're saying he's got a little dick.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, nady-wady. Oh, said it out loud again.
0: (laughs) Or is that classified? Uh, I'm going to have to say uh, no comment. Oh. Oh. Oh, Oh, sorry, buddy. I guess he comes in overconfident,
1: too. (laughs) He just walks in the bedroom. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. It's a teddy bear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, hold on. You were telling us a story earlier about yoga. Can you tell us more about that? Tell us that story again. Oh, man. Now you're recorded.
0: Let's talk about uh, yoga for a second. Let's talk
1: about yoga. Let's talk about
0: yoga. So I, earlier I mentioned that, you know, we have workouts and everything. Well, part of our workout regimen is we have to have a certain amount of flexibility in our body. So cool. we do a lot of yoga. So, all right. It, it's the night before a big match for us girls on my team. And it was late. Mm-hmm. It was late. Oh, it it was, was dark outside. <laughs> it
1: was. That it was. happens when it's late.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's all I remember about that. But, Even um, sometimes when it's early, yeah. it was late. We are in our range, like down range where the bullets fly, we are on that part of the range. We are there. Okay. Seems unsafe.
1: So, the, the part where you're not supposed to be, you're yeah, there. the
0: part where we're not supposed to be, that's where we do our yoga.
1: Oh, okay. Seems yeah. like a safe place to do it.
0: Yeah, it's great. Um, so, we are all in a semicircle kind of fashion uh, with our yoga instructor right in the middle. And we are alternating between star pose and goddess pose, which for people who are unfamiliar with uh, yoga positions, that's standing like Patrick Star, like arms out, huh, huh. legs spread apart. You're in a star pose and uh, alternating between you bending your knees like you're squatting and your arms. And you're kind of like in this pagan kind of stance stance. Uh, it's very interesting. We're alternating that back and forth. We're trying as... to summon
1: Patrick Starr. We're trying to make mayonnaise an instrument <laughs> or at least we're... a gun
0: <laughs> it's mayonnaise the gun no. <laughs> I'm sorry So we're doing this in the dark. Let me remind you the only mm. thing we have We have light cascading from our actual targets and that's it. So the whole range is dark and the team we're going against for the next day comes in to drop off their gear because they had just gotten off their plane or whatever and you know they drop off their gear and they're looking through the windows into a range and they're like what's going there's movement going on in there oh my goodness so you know naturally curiosity takes over (laughs) and uh they uh (laughs) they peer into the range and it's just us all just sitting in a circle you know doing these movements and it (laughs) must look horrible like we're summoning something like we're doing some kind of pre-match ritual ritual to like spongebob (laughs) destroy the next team and i just remember walking back into the locker room afterwards and my phone is blowing up from the members on these teams because i'm i'm friends with a couple of them and they're like what on earth was happening what is wrong with you people what do you guys do like what is what what why? What? Why? Why? What were you doing? And I was just trying to calmly explain to them. I'm like, we were just doing yoga. I don't know what part you walked in, and they're like, Oh, BS! You were doing yoga. You were summoning something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, okay, you caught me. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: we were summoning your talent, but we couldn't do it. Oh,
0: oh. <laughs> I think they beat us that day. Aww.
2: Aww.
1: Hey, that's your story, <laughs> not mine.
0: You could have let that out.
2: So earlier, you mentioned that you had are there on a scholarship. What does how did you obtain your scholarship?
0: You know, through a lot of hard work and just trying to place as high as I could on my individual matches before I had gotten into college. And um for some of these matches there would be college coaches there, which, you know, I would introduce myself, be like, Hi, you know, my name is, this is how I'm doing, this is what club I shoot for, and, you know, They kind of are like, okay, cool. Nice to meet you. And then they kind of quietly keep tabs on your score (laughs) until one day when you're looking into being in college and they are just like, hey, do you want to shoot for us? And it's like, yes, yes, I do. So
1: is it like a phone call that you get?
0: Sometimes. Sometimes it is. Mine actually was happened in person at a match in Georgia. How did that feel? I felt like this huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders because I won't even lie to you. The couple months before my actual signing period, I thought I wasn't going to get signed just because I felt like the coaches weren't interested in me. Like no one was talking to me. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I must suck. Like, why isn't anyone calling me up saying, hey, come shoot for us? And then I went to this match and, you know, my match, was, it went pretty well. It, it went pretty decently. And the coach just kind of walked up to me and she was like, hey, we want you. And I was like, "Oh my God, are you sure?" (laughs) 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 And they're like, (laughs) "She's like, no, yeah, like we want you. We want you to shoot for us. Um, It seems like you really care about this sport. You put in the work." And they're like, "We can make something out of you. Like, on top of like what you're already doing, they're like, we just know that we can do a lot with you, and we want you on our team." And I was just like, "Oh my goodness, (laughs) are you sure?"
1: (laughs) (laughs) That must be such an odd that must be such an odd statement. In the moment, I'm sure you were just ecstatic, but you seem like you're really into this. Well, yeah, no shit.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Uh,
1: no actually, I, I just walked in. I was just looking for the bathroom. <laughs> got... Somebody handed me a gun, and I just rolled with I it. I was on
0: my way to Taco Bell, and just <laughs> I, my GPS took me here. I don't, I don't know. I just kind of ended up... Sure. I w- I'll sh- <laughs> sure.
1: I was just going down the line telling everybody I could kick their ass. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, somebody asked me to prove it, and here I am. <laughs> Lo and behold, that's how I got the clap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> have you ever played Duck Hunt for the NES?
0: What? Okay.
1: <laughs> that, was, that was the response I expected.
2: Was it? Now it was. Now it was. I was going to say <laughs> earlier, I was... I was like, I can't wait for this fucking question.
1: Have, what is the NES?
2: Excuse me?
1: Oh, my God. This just turned into the greatest podcast in the world. <laughs> oh, no. Have you ever heard of Sega? <laughs> I have
0: no idea what you're talking about. Don't look at him. Look at me.
1: Okay, now look at me. Okay, back at her.
0: No, back
2: at him.
1: Sega. <laughs> what is a Sega?
0: I am a Stegosaurus. <laughs> How about a Dreamcast? I'm sorry, what language are you speaking? English. Oh, I don't think so.
2: What was the first Spyro game?
0: What's Spyro? Oh! For real? For, for real. Is it? What is it? I live under a rock. All I do is shoot. What do you guys want from me? I told you I spend four, four hours a day at the range. You think I have time to watch TV or play games? Is this a game to you?
2: <laughs> it is now. It, it is, is now. it is now.
1: <laughs> We're turning it into a game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to see how sad I can feel by the end.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is now the depression portion of the podcast. <laughs> have you ever seen a rotary phone? Yes. Was it in a museum?
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> All right. Real question. Real question.
0: When was the last time you pooped your pants? 2002. Good answer. What happened? I uh, pooped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sassiest <laughs> I've yeah. pooped my pants
2: I've ever seen for in every, my life.
1: For everyone listening, her eyebrows hit the fucking ceiling. <laughs> I'll, oh, t- I'll tell you mine. The last time I pooped my pants, you tell me yours. <laughs> Where were you? Do you remember what happened?
0: Do I remember what time I pooped my pants? Oh man.
1: Okay, so mine, while you're thinking of yours. <laughs> okay. And Morgan, I know you've pooped your pants because you just look like <laughs> a girl that has. You know I do. Uh, the last time I pooped my pants, I- I'd say it was probably two thousand and
2: five, I wanna say. Man. Okay, I was five so years much old. more recent than all of us. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, i had to t- I had to call somebody on my rotary phone. <laughs> and i i wrote about it on my typewriter
0: <laughs> have you seen one of those i have
1: you've seen a typewriter
0: i have seen a typewriter in a museum no i found one in my basement oh oh that's kind of cool it right. didn't work
2: oh how did i break a, a type? Anyway. <laughs> maybe the
0: keys uh, were stuck i don't
1: it, know it was 2005 and there was i i had a job and i was excited to have like money of my own <laughs> And they were having a sale on soda at the (laughs) the grocery store. This was, like, the first time that I understood what, like, a sale was because I had my first, like, concept of the money that I owned and how awesome this was that something was now cheaper and I could buy more of it. Uh, This was 2005. I was in my teens at this point. I was a slow learner. And I bought a lot of soda and I drank all of it. At once? Yes. In one sitting? Yes. Okay. And I shit myself.
2: Oh, congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Mine's a little less cool (laughs) so i was at work and i was sick and i sneezed and i shit my pants
1: (laughs) how did you deal with it
2: i went to the bathroom and disposed of those underpants (laughs) and i went back to work
1: (laughs) didn't make it through
2: oh to the pants yeah no it was like
1: the hoover dam kept true
2: at least it was solid enough I mean, I have details about it.
1: Was it like a shotgun blast?
2: It was, um, kind of, <laughs> but it it, I, I, just, I just shot mucus out of my asshole. <laughs> Is that what it, that's what it was. I just, it was just clear, like, mucus. <laughs> you
1: literally sneezed out your ass.
2: That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I've been working 10-hour days starting at 5 o'clock in the morning for over a month. And I was sick as a dog and I sneezed and I pooped my pants. Uh,
1: okay, what happens if you're on the range in the middle of a, of a, of a competition and you got to shit hard? What happens? And you
0: got to go? Oh, man, I'm so happy you asked this question because it comes up so much. She wears a diaper. Oh, wait. Real quick, <laughs> you never told me about the last time you pooped your pants. Oh, man.
1: Two poop stories for one.
0: <laughs> Sorry. All right, man. Last time I pooped my pants... <laughs> I love saying that out loud. I
1: just love hearing people say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love saying that. I was, oh man, maybe I was in like the sixth grade, maybe. Oh man, it was rough, and I was sick. I was in a really bad mood. Uh, we were on a field trip <laughs> at the park. So you just
2: decided that's it.
0: <laughs> we had a field trip at the park, and this one kid was being so mean to my friend, and I walked over to him. And I smacked him. And I guess when I smacked him, I must have just. <laughs> a little bit. No one noticed. No one noticed. I wanna make that very clear. And I just finished my day. And
1: I. <laughs> you just smacked him, shit yourself, and just kept on keeping just
0: kept on. Just on going. Big That's dick that. walking over
1: here.
2: That's that big dick energy we were talking about earlier. I'm better than you, you, and you, even with a fucking load in my pants. <laughs>
0: Oh
1: Uh. (laughs) no. And then you just did the whole field trip.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The whole one. (laughs) And
1: (laughs) with the treasure chest waiting for you when you got home. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, that's not even disgusting. Respect. Right. (laughs) You owned that.
0: Like
2: both of our stories were like way less glamorous than that story. I just
0: just didn't want to confirm it for myself, so I just didn't check. no I can totally understand that <laughs> it was like if I go and I look it's like I'll know but it's like if I, if I just don't check if I just ignore it pretend like nothing happened I can continue just being in my really shitty mood with my shitty pants and just continue my day and just <laughs> pretend like nothing happened and that's exactly what I did so. it's a real Shro- uh, Schrodner's cat
1: it is so, what about shitting yourself at the range?
0: Oh, oh, all the time. Um, just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, so...
1: <laughs> you shoot in your pants right now? I'm not sure anymore.
0: <laughs> so, oh, uh, while we're on the line, we actually have to wear shooting suits, which is made of leather and canvas. It's all very stylish, I assure you. And- I've seen pictures. I, I was there. gonna say, I sent the picture. It looks nice. Yeah, I thank you. They do nothing for your figure. But, um, you know, if you're in the middle of a match and you just... you're. St- Your stomach lets out the warning call and you're like, oh man. So you just very calmly put down your rifle and you uh walk off the line. You unzip your legs so you can move fast enough. And, you know, (laughs) pray you find a bathroom close enough to the range. But some of the ranges don't have like bathrooms like actually in the range complex. Like you have to like leave the range, go around a couple corners and then go. But um there's always the decision of, okay, am I going to take off these canvas pants or am I just going to try and spray it out and just like try and like pull them down, scrunch them down around your legs? It's, it's really, it's a process. And when you get into the stall, it's always just kind of like, oh my God, this whole suit won't even fit in the stall with me. You know, you have like the leg flaps from where you unzipped it, they're like sticking out everywhere. And then everyone who is also in the bathroom with you, you, just hears all these horrible noises of you just like bumping into the wall and like just trying your Leather hardest. Leather in a blender. Yeah, just <laughs> so many things, and you just pray that they know that you're in a shooting competition and just.
1: And you about to shit yourself.
0: <laughs> you just pray that they know that's what you're doing before, and that like I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know my pooping uniform this is not <laughs> just for any bathroom name podcast. so you know that's basically how that goes
1: have you ever had an awkward like when you come out of the stall after that nightmare is over <laughs> and there's somebody there like washing their hands or something have you ever tried to justify it be like i just do shooting and shitting
0: <laughs> shooting and shitting oh man that's the name of the podcast. <laughs>
1: at arcades there's like a lot of shooting games there have you ever considered running like a side hustle to get some extra cash
0: you see i would do that but i was literally at the arcade about two days ago and i realized i'm so bad at those really i'm horrible i think i'm just so used to like what an actual gun sights look like that i hold up like the arcade version and i'm like okay so this is the equivalent of shooting someone with a twinkie i don't understand (laughs) how to how (sighs) yeah and you have my boyfriend who actually, you know, can somehow manage to use that stuff because, you know, what can I say? He doesn't actually shoot guns all day for hours at a time. So Nerd. Shots fired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he can't respond. He doesn't have a microphone.
0: Yeah, I know. He can't respond, but he can't make facial expressions. Oh, he oh, sees microphones
1: go off. Uh, uh, he cannot respond. What's his worst trait? Boyfriend's Ooh. in the
0: room.
1: Don't look at him. Look at me. I'm
0: thinking. I'm trying to think of a good one. Let's hey. think.
1: You want to talk about a small caliber?
0: Oh, <laughs> Ooh, um. I'd
1: still be interested, by the way. No comment. See it.
0: Uh, his worst trait? Did you just break my phone? What was that?
1: Well, we found out his worst
0: trait. <laughs> I just heard a cracking noise. Um, his retrige strength. <laughs> Probably. His worst trait is the fact that he never knows what's going around like in his surroundings. Like he's always just so clueless about what's happening Spatial around. Spatial awareness. It's awful. He just does not have it. It's non-existent. How
1: does it, is it like Uh, like he just bumps into a lot of stuff or he just has no idea where to be in a crowd? Or can you give me an example? Well,
0: here yeah, here's an example. We went rock wait. wall climbing this one time and You know there was one rule don't walk on the mats when you're not climbing and he like walks right under this guy as he's about to jump off the top of the rock wall and i like my like his life flashed before my eyes like i was so (laughs) afraid for him i think this is probably the first time he's ever heard this story that he was literally almost killed on like our what third date (laughs) <laughs> He's I probably work with really mad at me now for saying that <laughs> not talking to him about it before.
1: You can feel that <laughs> tensional crunch right there. <laughs> that, uh, that's going to be a conversation when they get home.
2: That's, my butthole puckered for you.
1: It's okay, Nate. She poops her <laughs> pants. <laughs> Would you say that when you tell people that you're a competition shooter, are they generally confused? They've never heard of it? Or are people usually pretty understanding they know what's going on they know a, just... a lot of
0: it is just people ask me and i'm like oh yeah you know I, I shoot rifles competitively and their first reaction is wait what do you mean like that's a thing and i'm like oh yeah that's a thing and then i explain it to them they're like wow that's actually really cool and i've actually gotten a lot of that from other athletes in college you know like when i talk to like the football players or the basketball players or tennis or whatever the sport may be and they're like oh you know they, they obviously could tell i'm an athlete i'm wearing all the athletic gear and stuff and they're like oh you play soccer and i'm like i don't know why everyone keeps saying that i literally <laughs> well, can't enough. run <laughs> but um i'm like no i'm on the rifle team and they're like oh my gosh really like like what do you do like and a lot of it's just people being really genuinely curious about it because they just don't know hmm. yeah a lot now of you can show cool. them
1: listen to this podcast here you go. Here's all your questions answered. Yeah, I think if I... had a lot of poop stories.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they would think I'm significantly less cool after listening to all the poop stories.
1: Hey, man, you put yourself out here. That's, that's cool I'm, to me.
0: Yeah, I'm here for it. Whatever.
2: All I'm saying is you're not cool unless you poop your pants. You're
1: not cool unless you poop your pants at least once. At least once. If you haven't pooped your pants, you haven't lived.
2: That's true. I have, like, another good poop story. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have to do with me. So I knew this guy that hanked the Appalachian Trail. And... When you hike the Appalachian Trail, it's all about, like, drugs and women, basically. That's basically what it is. I mean, besides the hiking and the beautiful views. That's just the that's just the main thing to get to the side thing. And so, he meets this girl, and they have a good time at the bar, and they get a hotel room together, and they get a whole bottle of, like, wild turkey to themselves. He blacks out and wakes up in the morning. The whole bottle's gone and the whole room is covered in poop. (laughs) He looks over at this beautiful woman sleeping next to him, just clean as a daisy. He is covered in shit. (laughs) And you know what he does? What? He takes a shower, he cleans up, and then he takes her little pristine undies and wipes a little poop on it, writes a note, says, you pooped? Oh I left. <laughs> he <laughs> He made her think that she shit the whole room. Yes. How can one person
1: even, how can one person even do that?
2: I mean, I wasn't there. I can't say how covered the room was, but he used the word covered. Yeah, I feel like <laughs>
1: if you use the word covered, that's like at least halfway. That's halfway up the wall, minimum. I'll say third. Is conservative, right?
2: Maybe I he say so. maybe he bought a lot of soda and drank it all at <laughs> once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ha, what's covered mean to you, Erin?
0: I'm covered, man. It, it it is at least touching all four walls. You know what I mean. It's not like on one wall that's part of like oh it's splattered on half the room but like no like covered it's all over the place
1: it's coverage it's 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 complete coverage yeah
0: it's a good it's a shocking amount I think yeah Yeah, good 360 you know range
1: you have to say that's an alarming amount of shit
2: (laughs) I just thought about this I had never considered this option what if she wakes up and totally remembers what happened that night (laughs) (laughs) See, like this motherfucker tried to pin this on me he just ruined a pair of my nice Sundays. Yeah, okay, but if she up. did
0: remember it, she was conscious for this all, noted it all happened, and then still slept in the bed with him? That's Have you point. ever been violently drunk?
1: No, she's never been drunk. So, anyway, hey, back to shooting.
2: <laughs> oh, is that what this podcast is about? I, I, I didn't know so this an alarming amount of shit, uh-huh.
1: So, being that maybe not... Many people really understand what you do. What is something, what are some assumptions maybe people have about what you do that you would like to set straight? What's something that bugs you? That you just, you got a public audience right here, right now to set the record straight. What do you want to tell the people?
0: I think just the thing that bothers me is like you tell someone like, you know, oh, I'm a shooter and they automatically assume they know all of your like political stances and everything on life. And it's just kind of like, okay, first off, that's something I do. It's not who I am. Like don't get it twisted and i think that's just it like you you say that one thing and they just automatically assume all these things about you and it's just like i think you'd be very surprised to figure out how diverse the actual shooting community is or like stuff like that you know it makes sense yeah do you ever use your skills to hunt i've hunted twice i've gotten something twice and i've realized i'm just not into it
1: stop while you're ahead you're a 100 percent now
0: yeah, like I'm, I'm two for two. Like I don't miss.
2: <laughs>
0: what was it? Was uh, I human.
1: Your mom's pussy lips.
0: Oh. Whoa.
1: So we're gonna end out the podcast the same way we end out every single podcast. We have to play a little bit of a game. The way the game works, it's a word association game. So I'm gonna say a word, and then you, Aaron, are gonna think of the first word that comes to your head based off of my word.
0: Everything I feel is going to be like poop related, considering so that's all we've talked about. Well, today. that's what it's going to be now.
1: <laughs> and then, whatever word you think of, then Morgan is going to have to think of a word based off of your word. And then we just keep going around in a circle until we either cannot think of a word, it's a pretty quick game, or you repeat a word, or your word just generally sucks. And we each get a chance to start. Aaron, are you ready to play?
0: Sure. Let's go for it. I love the
1: enthusiasm. Let's do it. Trash.
0: Can. Ball. Square. Circle. Triangle. Octagon. Pentagon. Parallelogram. Stop sign. Car.
2: <laughs> Wheels. <laughs> Truck. Trash. Oh! Ah!
1: Can't repeat a word.
2: Although, that did go on for surprisingly long amount That was of time. good. <clears throat>
1: uh, Aaron, if you'd like to start, and it's going to go to Morgan.
2: Murder. Prom. Blood. Jeffree Star. Makeup.
0: Who the fuck is (laughs) Jeffree Star? (laughs) I don't know. I was still thinking about prom, then I was thinking of prom night, and then have you ever seen the video, and then it's just kind of like, I feel like a murder could happen in that.
1: Fuck it. Why not?
0: (laughs) Oh, is it my turn now?
2: It is
1: your turn, Morgan. Predator. Aliens.
2: Marvin. Martian. Quantum space modulator. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. <There> we go. <laughs> I lost again.
1: Well, that is the end of the podcast. Aaron, thank you very, very much for coming on the show. Did you have a good time?
0: A blast.
1: Yeah, right. And I love it when <laughs> they lie to us. Once again, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you very, very much for listening to the Maximum Mediocrity podcast. Uh, have a great day. Have a great night. Wear a condom. Do you to boo?